It's not an alibi, Dismas. It wasn't him. I'm sure it wasn't him. No? Why do you say that? Did you know him? Franny lifted, then lowered her shoulders. They have their problems. This just in, raising kids isn't easy. You said it yourself. Hal was at the airport. Maybe somebody snatched her. Maybe she ran away. And left her kids? Maybe they weren't there. Maybe Hal took them with him to the airport. Because toddlers are so much fun to be with, especially at an airport. No, they were home with her. So what happened to them? They're still home, Hardy said. They're fine. If they weren't, that article would have said something about it. It's only her. She either left on her own or somebody took her. And sorry, but nobody kidnaps adults. Either way, Hardy finished her thought, either way, I admit it's not good. And speaking of other things not good, you should read City Talk, a popular daily column in the paper. Third overdose in the jail in the last three months. Overdose in the jail? How do you get drugs into the jail? I'm gonna rule out the tooth fairy. Jamoris, Jambo, Monroe, and Abby Foley wound up pairing off in homicide because of softball. Jamoris played two years of varsity at Cal, and after finally reconciling himself to the fact that he wouldn't get drafted to play pro ball, went to the police academy in San Francisco. Last summer he turned thirty-five and felt the need to come back to an approximation of the game he loved. He joined the Hammerheads and played the whole season with eight other guys and one woman. The catcher. The catcher. Abby. He'd been blown away not only to have a woman on the team, it wasn't a co-ed league, strictly speaking, but also to find out that she was a great athlete, almost forty years old and a full inspector with a homicide detail. After the season, they'd batted two and three in the lineup and had clicked as people. She'd lobbied to get him assigned there, too. Because of some department shake-ups a former lieutenant who retired, an inspector who moved up, it had worked out. Now, partnered for three months, they were sitting in the office of the new homicide lieutenant, Devin Jewell, discussing an assignment that Abby wanted some clarity on. I don't know why this isn't missing persons, Dev. She is simply missing, is she not? Jewell nodded equably. She is. You see my quandary. Of course. In my earlier days, when I wondered about things, that might have been something I would have wondered about. It's just that I know. Jewel stopped her. If we don't have a dead person, how can it be a homicide? Maybe it's because it's the wife of a sheriff's deputy. Maybe somebody knows somebody at City Hall. Ours is not to reason why. That's what I was thinking. Abby said, and thinking is a good thing. Jewel spread his hands on his desk. We encourage thinking and the questions it raises. In this case, fortunately, we have an answer to the main question. The husband, Jamoris said. Jewel nodded with approval at his newest inspector. The husband, Hal. Missing persons thinks he ought to be at least a person of interest. His alibi is squishy as hell. What is it? Jamoris asked. 
the alibi. He went to the airport to pick up his brother, but he says he left at 7.30 for an 8.50 flight. That's a half-hour drive. Then the plane got delayed, that checks, so he pulled off and had a beer in South City, but he paid cash. Nobody remembers him where he says he stopped, so all in all, squishy. Anything else? Abby asked. Well, the wife was seeing a marriage counselor, Hal admits this, about some issues between them. Just the wife was seeing the counselor? Jamoris asked. Not him, too? No, just her. And another thing, Jewel said. Small, but provocative. Blood in the kitchen. Blood is good, Abby said. A lot? Drops. Just enough.